Starting New Year's Day, more than 3 million veterans will be able to return to bases all around the country to shop. The new law allows people who are registered with the Veterans Affairs Healthcare System and who have service-related disabilities to gain base access privileges. Purple Heart recipients and POWs will be allowed in too. The change is expected to boost sales at base grocery stores, shops, and restaurants, as they have been in a years-long slump. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Andrew Dyer, you cover the military for the Union-Tribune. There's going to be a big change when it comes to who gets to go on base. Why don't you explain why this is such a big deal? Well, yeah, so... This was actually signed into law last year as part of the the defense budget. And uh, what they're doing is they're opening up uh, base privileges to about three to four million more veterans nationwide. Um, These are people who have been honorably discharged and uh, have disability ratings from the VA. So it's it's to support disabled veterans. Um, They're also opening up to former POWs and Purple Heart uh, awardees. And how was it like before? Uh, civilians may not understand who who's allowed on base and who isn't. So yeah, let me let me kind of back it up a little bit because I know that um, uh, a lot of people may not be aware, but um, our, our military bases actually have uh, huge retail districts in them, especially the larger bases. So um, there's some some of these uh, exchanges. You know, it's Navy Exchange um, and uh, Marine Corps Exchange on these bases, but the Army and Air Force uh, they call them PXs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all the same kind of thing. And some of them are built almost like shopping malls. They have uh, makes you sense. Know, clothing. You can get home furnishings. You can buy um, uh, you know appliances. Uh, you can get, uh, you can replace your floor, you know, there's all kinds of, uh, everything that you would have, mm-hmm. you know, off base, you can get it on base as well. And, uh, the big difference is, is that on base, they don't charge sales tax. So mm-hmm. especially th- like big ticket items, uh, you know, you want a big screen TV or a computer, um, you know, you can, you can save a little bit of money, uh, buying that stuff on base. So, um, in addition to the exchanges, you know, bases also have uh, commissaries, which is a, a grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, they have golf courses, bowling alleys, movie theaters. Um, you can buy, you can go on base and buy uh, a family pack of tickets to Disneyland at a, at a discounted price. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and among many other Southern California uh, kind of attractions. So there's a lot you can do on base, but if you're not on active duty, previously the only people who could also get on were people, retirees, mm-hmm. people who'd done 20 or more years in the military. And um, those veterans with 100% disability ratings from the VA. Uh, but now, as of January 1st, um, honorably discharged veterans with disability ratings from 0 to 90% mm-hmm. um, are also getting access to the base, in addition to uh, former POWs and uh, Purple Heart awardees. And what was the impetus towards this change? Well, the DOD says that it is uh, to honor the service of these individuals. Mm -hmm. Um, I should add that uh, authorized caregivers are also going to be able to shop on base. So if if, um, you're a caregiver for a disabled veteran... Um, there's paperwork you can get from the VA that is also going to let you onto base um, to to provide for that mm-hmm. that veteran. Um, 
so yeah, the 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 DOD says this is not about um, making more money at their at their retail outlets. That it's to honor the the service of these uh, disabled veterans. Um, but yeah, I think the retail sector on base, uh, similar to what you see off base, has been impacted by the uh, rise of um, you know online shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, and year over year, both at the commissary and at the exchanges, um, you know, sales are, are trickling down. There, there are fewer sales. So, um, you know, maybe the Pentagon, you know, this wasn't the reason for the change, mm-hmm. but it's certainly something that um, we anticipate there would be, you know, more customers, you have more sales now that this is in in place, uh, where does that money go to? Like, where do the profits go? Because it doesn't sound like that. You know, this is a regular retailer, right? Right. So the money is put back into the military system. You know, they uh, they're not like getting big corporate bonuses and stuff like that. It's it's um, it goes to uh, morale, welfare, and recreation programs. So um, all of the the revenue from the the exchanges is, is, is kind of fed back into um, morale programs f- for active duty military. Mm-hmm. So I guess it kind of makes sense. So um, I guess how big of a deal is this in the San Diego community? Because not only do we have a large active duty population, we also have a large population of veterans as well. So are there retailers like, you know, in the South Bay near near Naval Base San Diego that are like worried that they're going to lose sales now this change has happened or going to happen? I don't think it'll be a big impact. I mean, because, you know, active duty um, military, you know, they're getting groceries at Walmart. They're mm-hmm. going to Target just like everybody else. Um, so it, it adds another option for a lot of veterans to, to shop at. Um, the numbers I got from the VA, you know, there's more than 60,000 uh, veterans in, in San Diego, in the San Diego area that are now going to be uh, allowed back on base to shop. Um I don't think it'll have a, a detrimental effect on outside retailers, but um, I think it will have a, a positive effect uh, on base. And, you know, certainly, at least in the early stages, I would imagine there uh, and, and this is what I was I talked to the uh, the store director at the Naval Base San Diego Commissary. And uh, they're certainly expecting uh, larger than normal crowds the first couple of weeks of the year as, as people kind of go check things out. Um yeah, it sounds like, you know, you get some deals there, but they're not like, you know, super amazing deals. It's kind of like if you want to make that massive purchase, this kind of is an option rather than, you know, the, the usual whatever if you wanted to, you know, fix up your home or, you know, buy a MacBook or something. Right. And and just in, you know, just speaking from my own personal experience, um, that's exactly the way whenever we had our base privileges, whenever I was uh, in the in the military, you know, it, it was a long drive from our house to the base, but... Um, when it was time to buy a computer or a TV, you know, that was certainly, uh, to us, a, a worthwhile, uh, trip. So, um, yeah, I think, I think it's, uh, overall, it just gives another option. Um, you know, one of the things that you lose when you get out of the military is, um, unless you retire is the access to the base. Um, and so kind of being let back on, uh, I think for a lot of veterans that is, Something that that is appreciated, even if it's not, uh, it, it's probably not a game changer. It's not going to change your life, but mm-hmm. uh, it's certainly something that I think a lot of people are going to take advantage of. 
And so if you're one of these people that is allowed to uh, go back onto the base, is there any kind of form or something they have to go through to get there? Or will just the existing documents uh, kind of get you in as soon as it's, it's good in January 1st? So, yeah, what you need to have is your um, Veterans Health Identification Card. This is the card if you are enrolled in the uh, VA healthcare system. Um, it'll have a your photo on it. It'll say either Service Connected, former POW, or Purple Heart under your photo. It will also have the insignia of the branch that you were in. Um, so if that's on your VA card, then that is what you need. Um, mm-hmm. You can't just go to the gate on January 1st, show that card, and get let on base. Uh, first, you do need to go to the uh, the pass and ID office Um for the Navy bases, at least, and for the Marine Corps bases, you'll have to go there first. Mm-hmm. Um, it was explained to me that then the people in that office are going to enter you into the uh, the federal kind of database. It's called it's called DBIDS. Um, that'll get you on the base. Uh, once mm-hmm. you're in that system, at least for the Navy bases, the Marines don't have this quite set up yet. But for the Navy, um, once you're registered in DBIDS with your VHIC. Uh, you're good for three years. You'll go when you go to the front gate. They'll scan your card, and you're good to go. Come on base. Um, the commissary uh, director he said that you know their cashiers are trained. You have to mm-hmm. show your card when you check out, and they know uh, what's acceptable and what's not. Now for caregivers, you're going to need that that letter uh, mm-hmm. from the from the VA. But um, they said their staffs have been trained. They've known this was coming for a while. They they should know. Uh, what kind of ID and paperwork people are going to need. Um, like anything that changes, and especially anything that changes in the military, mm-hmm. um, I would anticipate some hiccups early on. Um, either the people at the gate, the people at the check stands. Now, the Navy says that they know it, they're good to go, their people have been trained. But uh, anytime you have a, a change, uh, there's always, you know, hiccups along the way but um mm-hmm. yeah i think it's it's going to be uh, uh especially in in this area with the number of veterans we have that it's going to be something that a lot of people are going to take advantage of mm-hmm. and so how long will it take to get signed up so you're all good to go um is this something that someone could do this afternoon and get it done or do they have to wait until january 1st or so i haven't done uh, so i'm i happen to be one of the people um that is newly eligible, and I have not done this process myself. I, mm-hmm. I, I meant to do it to, to to maybe have a little more insight. I haven't done it yet, but I've been told uh, by the the Navy locally that you can go to pass an ID before January first and get your name in the system. Um, they do have to do an on the spot background check, but it can take up to seventy two hours for that to come back. So um, certainly, if anybody out there has done this um, or, or does do it, um, you know. Email me here at the Union Tribune mm-hmm. and, and let me know how it goes. I haven't um, made my way to, to pass an ID yet to mm-hmm. check it out for myself, but uh, yeah, it's is once once you go through that background check, you you're good for three years on the Navy basis. The Marines, I, I, I tried. I asked them, are they going to honor people from the Navy system? Because if you go and do this with the Navy, if it's a, a national federal system would it carry over to the marine corps bases um they could not answer that they mm-hmm. um from what i understand they're still finalizing their their process there so um 
the DOD says you have to go to pass an ID first. Um, na- the Navy bases in the region have all decided to make it a one-stop shop. You mm-hmm. go to um, the pass an ID at one of the bases, and you're good at all the San Diego regional uh they're all at you on. They all have commissary or um, exchanges, so you'll be able to get uh, to Imperial Beach, uh, Point Loma, uh, Naval Base San Diego, Coronado. Uh, you'll be good to go there. Um, but for the Marines, it's still uh, a question mark. All right. Andrew Dyer, thank you so much. Thank you. In other military news, the wife of an active-duty Camp Pendleton Marine has been arrested on accusations that she had sex with a 15-year-old foreign exchange student she and her family were hosting on base. The boy reported the alleged abuse to the Naval Criminal Investigative Service in late September, according to an affidavit filed with the federal complaint. 22-year-old Nicole Marie Wilson allegedly performed a sex act on the boy on September 20th, and WhatsApp messages show Wilson apologizing, but also asking if he enjoyed it. She's considered a flight risk, so a detention hearing is scheduled for Thursday. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. On weekday mornings, you can also hear a quick rundown of local weather and headlines. Just tell your smart speaker to launch the San Diego Union Tribune. You can also get the Flash Briefing as a podcast. For a full listing of our audio offerings, go to unionship.com slash podcasts. Until next time.